0: Hey guys, welcome to WWNT Nerd Alert. I'm your host, Joe Hogarty, and joining me tonight is Charlie Hunter. Hello there. And Daniel McComb. Hi, everybody. So tonight what we're going to do is we're going to have a main topic since the Flash movie came out and we all seen it. We are going to talk about superhero fatigue and if that is a thing that Marvel and DC are going through right now. But we're also going to have our Flash roundtable, too, but I guess we'll start with the... You guys want to start with the main topic first? Yeah. Yeah, however you want to play it, then. Yeah. All right, so what do you guys think? Do you think we're suffering from superhero movie fatigue?
1: you want to go first, Charlie? Uh, <laughs>
2: yes. <clears throat> uh, yes. And um, they only have themselves to blame for why we're suffering fatigue. Mm. Um, we've got... I. I This is going to sound a bit weird. I'm sorry if I go all over the place a a little bit with this. We look back at Batman v Superman, and we we, the derision that it got at the time, and, you know, the all-out, and you had that meme with the Affleck sad face, you know, in the interview, and all the the things that came with it. We should look back now at Batman v Superman and see it as like Citizen Kane compared to the rest of the stuff that we get at the moment. (laughs) It is... It, the extended cut is even better obviously but even even the cut that didn't make any sense is was that the beginning of the end was that the sort of the, the beginning of the decline because they make all these series and instead of the series propping up the superhero films and going actually we're going to make them as good a quality as the movies so you can expect quality the the, the sign off is exactly the same for the the movies as it is for the TV series. We will we will nurture this. We will water it, feed it, and it will grow. If you don't do that, then you'll get the fatigue. It, it, it'll wither. And then at some point, if you don't water anything, you know, not, not people, obviously, but I mean, you know, if you don't water plants, they'll die. And I think that's what's happening here, really. No,
0: you make a really good point, and and it shows how one company went in one direction is suffering fatigue. How another company went another direction is suffering fatigue and how they're both affecting each other. And it uh but we'll, what about you, Dan?
1: I think the there is fatigue, but I think it's in and I think Char- Charlie was all along those lines where it's it's not necessarily I think there's too many movies or it's been going on for too long and the fans are just tired and they want to see something fresh. I think it's complacency from the studios where like marvel had a streak of however many were and the, the movies were either hitting a billion or close to like you could pretty much bank whatever marvel movie came out was going to hit seven eight hundred million as a minimum and i think the studios expected that and i think it absolutely peaked at end game because with all the money it made and then and we'll never know is COVID and the disruptions that it caused if You know, if Black Widow had been able to come out, whatever, nine months or whatever the original date was, if that would have helped and it would have carried on and that's what disrupted it. But I think the studios almost arrogantly have this expectation that we can put out a Marvel movie. And it doesn't even need to be, like, sometimes you think, oh, they can put the Marvel logo or the DC logo and they can put lower characters. But we found them do it with main characters. Like, if you look at Thor and... Even Black Panther, I know it was Shuri Black Panther instead of um, T'Challa, but the studios have this sense of we can just put stuff out and people will consume it. And I think if you look at the last couple, even Guardians, like we did a good review of that. And that was one of the better ones I think we've had more recently. But it's still not, you know, smashed the box off. It's the only thing, and it's kind of more of an anomaly, I think, than the rule would be no way home as far as popularity and the money mm. it made. But everything else is kind of just sat in that middle ground kind of thing. Say with DC, some of that has been bad as well and with the Marvel, some of the shows, but I think the fatigue is with the studios and they're not trying like whereas before they had to try because that's what they had to do to produce the good content and to produce the high box office numbers.
0: Yeah. I- you guys both make a really good point. And I'm gonna say, Dan, one word that you said that is the top of my list is arrogance for both studios. The problem with Marvel is they started to realize, like you said, that we're making a lot of monies off of these movies. And there was a time when MCU movies, it was a, an event. People couldn't wait for the next MCU movie. They would go to the theaters. It was such a fun time. And we knew something was gonna be good in this movie. You know, that we're going to take back and remember it and talk about it at the water cooler or something like that. And uh, at the very least, even if it's not the best Marvel movie, it's still going to be a good Marvel movie. So their arrogance led them to realize that, well, we made a billion dollars with Endgame, Captain Marvel, and I think Infinity War and Black Panther. So they're like, so we could make a billion dollars for every Marvel movie that we make. So instead of making two movies a year, let's make three movies a year. And Warner Brothers was the opposite. They're like, well, you know what? We own all of our characters. We should be making that Avengers money. So let's make... And this was, I guess, before Endgame. Like, but they still made a lot of money with the other Marvel movies. But DC you know, jumped. They didn't nurture it. Like Charlie said, they should have slowly released a Batman movie done another man of steel movie, maybe introduce Aquaman or, or something like that. And, and they felt that, well, we'll just do Batman V Superman. That'll make a ton of money. And I think guardians did better than Batman V Superman uh, at the box office, which was a bit of a disgrace, but guardians was an exceptional movie. And I, and I do love Batman V Superman, maybe not love, but I I enjoy watching it. Mm. Um, It's not a horrible movie that everyone makes it out to be. But it's just uh, they were trying to play catch up and they should have taken things slowly. And it's also oversaturation of the market with all this Disney Plus series and all of these movies that we're getting bombarded with. Like, again, like Marvel is releasing three i don't know maybe four movies i don't know if if that's the case now but they're they're giving us way too much and not letting us have time to breathe or those movies breathe and then they're releasing them on disney plus like in a couple of months some of them like within 30 to 60 days Mm. i think disney plus is a big problem first of all it's giving us really poor quality disney plus marvel series that we're kind of getting sick of it now it's like now all of a sudden it's you know, I know they're trying to introduce characters and this comes with the arrogance too. It's like any Marvel character that we introduced, the fans are going to love. No, that's not the case. You know, it's, they have to do it selectively. They have to, what they should have done is release. They should have never killed off Iron Man (laughs) and they should have never gotten rid of Chris Evans, Captain uh, Captain America. They should have done. All right, let's do a Captain America four movie with Chris Evans. And then let's do a black widow movie. Then let's do an Iron Man four movie, you know. Then let's do a Thor, you know, like kind of like put them in between each other instead of giving us Bang, Eternals, and Shang Chi, and what else? You know, all of these new characters and movies that they have to realize that there's there a hierarchy of uh, characters in the M- MCU and in Marvel. Spider Man is always at the top, and then you have. Captain America, Iron Man, Thor, the Hulk, Fantastic Four, X-Men, but those other ones don't make it to the top and it's not the best idea for Marvel to be focusing on them. You know, cuz they're going to lose money. Hmm. But I really feel like a big part of the problem is Disney Plus because even like with like Pixar is feeling it too where they're releasing these movies and their Disney movies because they know that it's it's going to be on Disney plus in a few months. And it's like, it doesn't look like a great movie. I'll just save my money. I subscribe to Disney plus I'll just wait for it there. I think that was the biggest mistake that they ever made was Disney plus. I think that they felt like streaming was the future. We got to get in this, but they got to be, they're not only they they losing money, on um, how much they're cha- charging for production of all these shows and, um, and they're not getting enough subscribers. I, it's it's a weird thing. They're in it for the long haul. They believe that in the future, they'll have enough subscribers to sustain a profit and everything will work out. And then maybe in their minds, the theaters will just go away. But they screwed up royally. I don't think they th- thought it tr- through properly, which they should have. Like all of the positives that could have happened but also all the negatives that could have occurred to it because I've said this before too whenever a Marvel movie would come out I couldn't wait to go see it and I would go see it in theaters maybe four or five times and then I couldn't wait for it to come out on blu-ray or digital and then I would just purchase it as soon as it would come out but it would come out like maybe five six months later you know and then I, I would buy it and no one's buying digital anymore because like they could just subscribe to Disney Plus and get it that way. They're losing so much money. And I, I don't understand why they didn't think this through. Because if you look at Avatar 2, James Cameron was in charge of that. And he's like, no, we're not releasing it on Disney Plus for a long time. You know, because I want this in the theaters. I want it to be in the theaters for a while. And it made a lot of money in the theaters. But then um, it still came out, you know, on digital and disc before it came out on Disney Plus, which was a smart move. Disney needs new leadership because I I think somebody is just feeding them really bad uh, decisions or they're making very bad decisions. And and we've seen it. Like we've seen their stock price goes down. And I know a lot of it has to do with the culture wars and uh, and wokeness and all that, but it's, they may have destroyed the MCU and also, who knows, maybe even DC is destroyed too after all of this. Because like right now, the Flash, I'll look it up in a minute. It's not having a good weekend over no, here. So I mean, I, I heard it's gonna be about 60, 62 million opening weekend, and that's bad uh for a flash for a movie like that. That's got Michael Keaton returning
2: as Batman and it's just Okay. Well, it was 9 million for the opening night. Um, to put that into context, Guardians of the Galaxy was 17.5 million, um, and but using the same metrics. So it's closer to Black Adam numbers rather than yeah anything else. So, yeah. And I, I suppose we'll get into that in, in, in the round table.
0: I have the actual
2: numbers. It
0: made 55 million this wow. weekend. That's, they were expecting, they kept lowering it, because
2: first it was 75, I think first it was 100 million. It was 155 million, according to, that That was yeah. the projection that they were thought, yeah. And then, then months later,
0: they they started to say, well, it might be 70 to 80 million, and then the other day it was 60 to 65, now it's 55. Wow. That's
2: really, really bad. That's a third of the original, wow, wow um can i just can i throw something else into the mix when you talk about disney plus um, i don't know if you know this but certainly in the uk and i don't know if it's, it happens anywhere else if you buy something from samsung anything galaxy watch phone washing machine tablet tv they'll give you 12 months disney plus free it, it's it's a universal thing that they will they will do you can get six months for a lower one i think six is the lower if you buy a low-end one or if you buy Pretty much everything else, yet twelve months free. That's what I've got at the moment. I said to you, I refuse to pay for Disney Plus ever again after Gina Carano, but I've got it. Have we have we actually watched it since I installed the free version? uh No, because I, I, there's nothing on there. There's suddenly there's nothing on there that I want to watch. So even when I'm getting it for free, there's nothing that I want to watch. So goodness knows what these people are doing. That they're, they're you know they're actually paying for it, but. The other thing I wanted to go back to is you were right about the event cinema. And I'll get more into this, I think, when we talk about The Flash. But we went to everything. And I think the three of us are exactly the same. We would go if it as close to opening night as we could. If we couldn't make opening night, we would. Then we went, that was amazing. In case of thought thaw, dark world, probably not as much. But, you know, and then I saw Captain America um, and the Winter Soldier, which is in my top three. It's, it's just incredible and i was like so you you still doing the superhero genre but you're still mixing this into it and it works perfectly this is this is incredible you must be really confident in the thing that you're doing to be able to turn this into a pretty much night of the condor you know like a spy thriller this is this is wonderful and you know and so what like what next what next what next and i think when you start getting into the Thor, Love and Thunders, things like that. You start to go right. Okay, well maybe not as good. Not event cinema. Maybe I'll wait for this one. And now I don't. Now I don't go. And and the last thing I wanted to say is that Amanda used to go with me all the time. My partner. She would go with me. You're not going without me. You. I am coming. And we stuck on Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. And after fifteen minutes, she goes, "Can you turn this off? This is utter rubbish." And and I think back to even the the joy that she had to go into see Iron Man 2 Yes, there were some people that were really looking forward to Iron Man 2, but It's gone from that to that so that probably backs up what you're saying Joe
0: Well, you know, it's funny because I saw a Super Mario Brothers in the theaters and that seemed like an event movie because people were dressed up as the characters they were all excited to see it, and it made over a billion dollars. So Disney needs to calm down when they say, "Well, COVID, in fact, you know, had a problem, you know, affected the box office, and uh, streaming also affected the box office." That's not necessarily the case, because again, Maverick made over a billion dollars. Avatar Two made over two billion dollars. Uh, you know, if you have a good movie, people will go see it. It's that's Ooh. the whole thing. They're not idiots. They really I think the one thing that can save The MCU now and I sure I'm sure they know it They have to bring back Robert Downey jr. As Iron Man They have to bring back Chris Evans as Captain America
2: uh, who, who we talked about on our Falcon and Winter Soldier roundtable still exists in yeah. this universe
0: well they could do anything they want, you know, like uh it's with uh the whole multiverse and time travel and all that crap. They can bring both of them easily back and bring back the original Avengers, bring back the savage Hulk, you know, not this Professor Hulk, because he's boring as you know what. <laughs> and bring back the mighty Thor, you know, not the goofy Thor. And that's what fans want to see. <laughs> that's what fans loved. Don't try to, and that's another thing that they did like when they did Love and Thunder, is they tried to introduce Jane Foster Thor and Valkyrie as his teammates. And they, they made him look goofy in order to elevate them. And you should never do that with the character. Ooh, yeah. And, and just bring them back. Cause they. I remember when Avengers came out and I saw it in the theaters for the first time. And again, it was a lot of people there. It was packed. Everybody was applauding like during certain scenes. Like you would see when Iron Man shows up when Cap is fighting Loki in Germany. You know, that was so cool. People were applauding. And then all of a sudden, when uh, you hear the thunder, and Cap says, or Iron Man So, is it, you know, are you, are you afraid of lightning? He says, well, I'm not too fond of what comes after it, you know, or, and, and then Thor ends <laughs> up in the plane. Line. People flipped out, you know, it's like, because yeah. like we didn't know who our favorite one was. And we hadn't seen Hulk in such a long time. And this Hulk was so different and he was so good. That's what we need. We need them to return. That's what's going to save this universe or the MCU. Uh, I don't know about <laughs> DC, though. They're going to have lots of problems. I- I'm curious about how this Blue Beetle is going to do. Because that's you got a problem right there. No one knows who Blue Beetle is. And I think that that was a problem with the Flash, too. Is that they know who the Flash is they don't care who the Flash is. They're mostly interested in Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman. You know, they need the big three in order to make a big box office. Unless the movie is perfect, like Guardians, you know, like where people are like, well, that was a really damn good movie. I'm gonna go see it again. You know, you, you have to do something like that. But anyway, any other thoughts you guys might have? And then we'll move on. I
1: mean, like you said with Disney Plus, I think Disney Plus started really high. I think that first wave of original content they put on their Mandalorian Imagineering documentary, all those things came in with such prestige and everybody was like, you need to get this because what they're putting out is good quality. And the fact that once all that first wave of stuff was done, there was a while before the next stuff came out. Every You had that kind of hope, a bit like HBO kind of has that kind of reputation for you wait a while for something and then you get something of quality and it slowly turned into like netflix over the last year like i look at when i'm on netflix and scrolling through usually when i see the netflix own thing i usually now just skip by it because it's almost like going to a supermarket and seeing the own brand (laughs)
2: groceries.
1: (laughs) like you don't you don't want you know the frosted flakes you want frosties you know and and i think that like disney plus has slowly turned into that because they've just whoever's in leadership or whatever they've just spammed the you know rinse repeat copy and paste let's just you know we can't have these lulls of content we need to just chuck as much stuff as we can there and it's just been an oversaturation of bad content People don't even know what's on there. Like this stuff comes on there, new stuff all the time, and it gets, but it doesn't even get advertised like on social media or anything. You don't even have a clue. And I think like, and then that slowly seeped into the Marvel, Pixar, realm where, back to that kind of arrogance. It's just they've not understood the formula from the original. So I think if Shang Chi was made in 2013 or The Eternals was made instead of guardians i think the way everything was rolling with marvel at that time i think those would have been far even better movies i think they would have worked even though the characters were even lesser known i think they've neglected the process of how they do it and i think they've had so many people come in and that quality has dipped i think i think we could absolutely handle four marvel movies a year and three or four series if they were all really good quality the problem is is the qualities dipping to where do you want to watch three mediocre series, one relatively okay series, one quite good movie and two okay movies? You kind of go, Well, no. And mm. that's a big problem.
0: They all have to be good.
1: Yeah. Regardless of whatever characters they, they throw in there, like it it doesn't matter, like Guardians showed that, like you can throw them in there as long as it's a good story people all accept it like Charlie said with uh, Falcon our Captain America Winter Soldier that was a spy thriller with a Captain America skin over it and that's where it seemed to be going they were doing different styles and genres of movie and just skinning them with a different character superhero character and they kind of lost track of that and just started just telling what they believe and and I think as well a problem as well at the moment with I mean, not even necessarily just Disney, a lot of other studios is they think that in order for a film to be good, it needs to be two hours and 15 minutes. And that you can't make a good 90 minute movie anymore. And I think that's such a bad formula. Because it's funny because
0: that, sometimes I feel that way. Like if I see a movie's 90, 90 minutes or less, I feel like I'm shortchanged, you know?
1: Yeah. But I think now, I think I wouldn't be like the, 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 there's comedies and stuff yeah. that go on like Netflix and things like that. And they're like two hours. I'm thinking the, the like the standard runtime for any like comedy, Adam Sandler, whoever it was will was like 90 minutes. That was just it. Animated movies were 90 minutes. You, you knew that. And then if it was like, oh, this is, this is one hour and 47 minutes. There must be something more to this. And it was generally a high level Pixar movie. And then Marvel started doing it. It was like, Oh, civil war is going two hours and 10 minutes. And you're like, You're Oh, and that was really good. But then they just did it with everything. And now, like Spider Verse, we talked about Spider Verse messaging, you know, the other week, and I ended up going to see it again. And it's not a movie for, it's not a kids movie because there was kids in the screening that I went to watch the second time, and the kids were bored. Like they were running around the bottom Mm. of the screen, they were throwing popcorn at each other and things like. I'm thinking, that's because they're bored. They're switching off from the film, and these weren't like, you know, two, three years. You know, they were maybe six, seven, eight year old kids. And they just switched off because of the runtime. It couldn't hold the attention. Spider-Verse was an animated movie for adults, which is great mm. for us, but you're also marketing it towards kids. And I think just in general, the length of movies and the length of series, they think because Game of Thrones was an hour per episode, that series have to be an hour per episode. We're actually, I like that The Mandalorian did that each week where it would be a different length every week. Yes one week it was 47 minutes one week was 35 and that was just because disney plus had the freedom to let it run at whatever time the story dictated but everything now is slowly becoming it needs to be 45 minutes it needs to be 60 minutes movies need to be two hours and 30 minutes and you've got an instant classic but that's not the case you just get people get tired and then people aren't going to go and see it again either because if you've had to Get through 20 minutes of unnecessary film. Look at that little mermaid movie that was needlessly long. It didn't really add anything extra to the original story. They'd have been better just doing an absolute carbon copy, word for word reenactment of it, and it would have done far better.
0: Yeah, you know, well, they did that with the Dr. Seuss movies, like The Cat in the Hat, yeah. which it was the animated version was like 20 minutes, and then they made that into like almost two hours. It's and the same thing with the Grinch, although I like the Grinch. I, I slowly yeah. have grown to like Jim Carrey's Grinch. But and the Hobbit. I mean the animated Hobbit was I don't know, maybe 90 minutes. Yeah, just over. And they had to make three
2: is it like three hour movies? Yeah is it Well, if you have the, the director's cuts, that's 12 hours. It's yeah. like 12 <laughs> hours of film. Can I can I just point out? How can you make a film for kids, The Little Mermaid, as you just said, Daniel? How can you make a film for kids? If you're making a film for kids, one hour 30, 140 tops, because that's what they're like. Sing, Secret Life of Pets. Keep it at that level. Don't get it anymore. Give them a start, middle, and an end. Give them something that they're going to. But do not expect... do not expect an adult to fit through two hours 20 minutes of a, a little mermaid remake especially with aquafina but anyway that's a different yeah. conversation that, and that also... might be the worst song i i always thought that the worst song ever was robbie williams candy just in general i just I think it's it. probably one of the worst for, worst songs i've ever heard um but that i heard 30 seconds of the aquafina song in little mermaid and went that, that is the worst and Disney's trying had. to
0: push that like we don't talk about Bruno. They're trying to make that into like a hit. <laughs> you know, it's like, are you out of your mind? <laughs> like I, I saw the the Disney video released uh, that song was the Scuttlebutt.
2: Oh yes,
0: uh, they they showed it and it being sung in every country and every language no one needs to see that no that should have never been in the movie i mean i didn't see the movie but it's like good lord that movie that song is just awful wow doesn't fit the time period and it's that, that's
2: there's, to, there's a lot of things we're not doing the little mermaid round yeah, table, no we're but, wrong, yeah.
0: yeah you're right um but i think again Lara, the other thing of getting back to disney plus is that disney has to get into the business they have to realize that their business is making money it's not again pushing identity politics and trying to create a better world by the vision that they have, what they, they want to see the world look like, like Miss Marvel is a perfect example. Like she's not a popular character. They've been trying to push on us. Oh, she is. But it's like the sales don't show that she's a popular, her comic books been canceled twice. And it's like, but she's got a lot, a lot of likes on Twitter. It's like, yeah, but people need to buy her comic books in order for her to be a popular character. And the series, I don't think, did that well either. It was highly reviewed, but people didn't really watch it. But you're spending, I would assume, about two hundred million dollars on that series. And why don't you give us something that we want to see? You know,
2: yeah, but that's it, that's the that's the problem, Joe. If you're making, if you suddenly change your direction, and as uh, you know, as Daniel pointed out, you know. The, the message, the thing that you want to put into there and you change the, change the direction. If you start making films for the 10%, and by the 10%, I don't want that to appear derogatory because it's not at all. But if you start mm. focusing on that at the expense of the 90%, some of those 90% will go, yeah, okay, well, I'll take a look. But if you, genu- if you genuinely go, this film isn't for you, why would you be surprised that you're losing money then? Because of course you lose money. If you say that this film isn't for you, Star Wars fan, this film isn't for you. We're not making this Star Wars thing because we know you like Star Wars. In fact, we're not even making this Star Wars thing because we actually understand Star Wars. Don't forget, Joe, my ninety-seven you gotta get ninety-seven yeah. out of a hundred in my Star yeah. Wars test to go anywhere near it. And if you if you have a series that's just been made where they go, wait a minute, Anakin Darth Vader, then that's the reason Disney, that that one line alone yeah. is the reason that Disney is in trouble. Very true. And I will say too, with, when you mentioned the
0: 10%, it's more like 5% saw that from the 10%. Like half of them probably saw it. Cause the other half was like, I'm not really into superhero stuff. You know, I'm into something else. It, it's just a, a losing formula. There's a way to make it right, you know, for them to include diversity, inclusiveness, but, they're not doing it right. And I don't have the answer either, but it's like, the, uh, well, the answer Joe, is not, not to give us more, you know, until well, like, Joe, this is the only thing we're going to give you from now on. You're just going to have to
2: accept it. Absolutely. Look at Top Gun Maverick. You want diversity. Look at the team that, 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 that they're in. Look at the, you know, yes, you do have the strong female character cause she won not Top Gun. She, she's mm-hmm. there because she's the best of the best in that particular group. Right, she beat all the others. It might have been a, a, a team of women, it might have been all men, but she was the best. Did that film necessarily go, I need you to understand this. She's gonna be the one that 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 drops the bomb, she's gonna to want to do this. No. She's she's fallible as we find out, you know, midway through the film. But she picks herself up, she gets herself out there and helps them complete the mission. And then you've got the Latino character, you've got the black character, you've got that. This is how it should work. It should work because it's seamless. And you're not even noticing it. But then at the end of it, you go, yeah, the Latino person saw himself in that character. The the women see themselves in that character, in that character. And that's
0: great. Yeah, no, you're 100% right. If it, this was woke too, what would have happened is the guy with the glasses would have fallen in love with the you know the Latino character. And they would have gotten married at the end. Because hmm. that's exactly what they would do. They They try to make it like uh i would have liked to seen somebody die you know but still it, it's it's an okay movie it's not my favorite i know you like it much better than me mm, okay. but you are right that i didn't feel any wokeness whatsoever in that so i was kind of happy seeing that yeah all right so you guys want to get into it let's yeah let's, it. It. Yeah, right, let's well, do it yeah this is this is the flash roundtable i love you monkey. I love you more. I loved you first. <laughs> My mom will always be alive. Somewhere in time. I went back. To save her. But I completely broke the universe. I have to undo what I did. Want some help? Who the hell are you? I'm Batman. The
1: Flash, not the Flash. it changed, didn't flash, it, it, came the flash. It, it, came the, it came
0: up on the screen it came up on this it came up on the screen and it just said flash i asked for my ticket for the flash they still gave it to me <laughs> <laughs>
1: that was my first like I roll it was like flash
0: oh. that was actually well i liked how it came up how the title thing came up but all right so the way we do this five minutes we basically say how we felt about the movie spoiler free, then we'll get into spoilers and then we'll I guess try to rank it <laughs> you know amongst the DC movies. So uh Dan you go first. So what'd you think of it? What number would you give it?
1: Uh it had it had moments that I enjoyed. There were some scenes and we'll talk about them later on where like I felt like that was very well done. But overall I felt like, I think, even though we'd heard mixed things and stuff going into I think my expectation, I had some level of expectation for this film to be decent, if, and if not anything else, just good fan service. And it just felt like a lot of missed opportunities. It felt like there was a lot of things that took me out of the story and of the film whether that was the special effects or I think the bad placement of swearing in it. I think just, it didn't just flow with the story of the movie. I do like the original flashpoint comic. I am a big fan of that. I did quite Mm. like the animated version that DC did. And I would recommend both of those over the film. Um, I don't think it's done anything for the DC movie universe. I think if Shazam wasn't the final nail in the Snyderverse, this definitely was. And number wise, I have no idea. I don't know. Maybe a five. Five? Maybe a five. Maybe a five, yeah. All right, I think yeah, but I found it very that's the one thing I couldn't do when I was writing my notes I really really struggled giving it a number because I was looking at other movies and I've gone like oh I gave that a six and I gave this this and I'm thinking But it was worse than that, but it wasn't and and, yeah, maybe a five
2: Okay, Charlie. Well, sorry. Hold on to your hats everyone. This is a this is a, a a mini rant coming here uh, I want to cast. I want to take you back to 2008. I want to take you back to Iron Man. I want to take you back to the, the birth of the superhero movies. I want to take you back to the the excitement and the confusion and the wait a minute, Robert Downey Jr., the guy that's been in jail, <laughs> the guy that's been in jail is going to play Iron. Who's Iron Man? He's not Spider Man. I Don't know anything of this. And then everyone went to see that, and thus that's how you make a superhero film. And they came out and went, that was incredible. I can't wait for the next one. Boom, 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 boom. And if it was bad, would the MCU have not been as popular? I don't know. But you're right. Bring back Robert Downey Jr. But that's a completely different thing. This, I think, is a general malaise with filmmaking. This is how not to make a film. This is how not to take a character and say, I'm going to bring you back some member berries. We're going to put um, Michael Keaton in there as Batman. You're going to love him. He's going to be fantastic. Spoiler alert: I did. I loved mm-hmm. him, but I didn't like his introduction. I thought. He's, I mean, I don't know if we can get into into spoilers, but I didn't like the way that he was introduced. Um, but I d- I just came out of this and went that, and I phoned you, Joe, and I said that's just paint by numbers. It it, it it's just we have got to do this over here, we're going to do that over there, we're going to do that, and if you do it all in the right way, you get that. And unfortunately, the, that is nobody cares. What what does this film add or bring to, to it? What consequence does this film have to anything? Nothing. It doesn't. What, what canon does it do? Apart from apparently the Flash can now go back in time at, at, at will, which is, which, you know, nobody else can. You know, you need Pem crystals. You need all these other things in order to do it that way. But no, the flash can go wherever he wants to now. Um, so I think the reason why, when we talked about it earlier, that you know, if it's if the projections are right and it is a third of what they was expected to make, it's probably because nobody cares. It's probably because somebody looks at the flash and go, I don't, I don't know who you are. I don't watch it. The viewing figures aren't good for it yeah not too bothered there are probably some people that dislike the fact that Ezra Miller is getting something out of this you know despite the fact that he's been shut down but I know we'll talk about that that later but dan you 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 opened opened it up and just said the cgi the cgi in places is shocking it's not just bad shocking i had to think back to the matrix in 2003 with the fight with all of the um oh what's his name, Joe? The Oh the Smiths. The Smiths. That was bad scene, I, but it was the to the Matrix, so you you know, you didn't mind too much. This is 20 years later, and we're having sub sub matrix level of special effects that, that is not justified, that's not on, and there's no excuse for that. So before I start going into the to the to the bigger bigger things that I found wrong with it um, Daniel you've been far too generous and I, I know you're wavering on your five so I'm gonna make it clear I'm going four, um, and just yeah I'm not gonna I don't think I'll watch this again or I might watch it selectively
0: yeah so I definitely enjoyed it a lot more than you guys did <laughs> you know uh, but I'm, I'm gonna say I'll agree with you as a film it's not very cohesive it's not a great film, but as entertainment, I was entertained. I do think that there's some good acting in there by Ezra Miller and Michael Keaton and even the girl that plays Supergirl.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, you know, the acting is not the problem. Um, yeah I agree with Charlie. Special effects are very wonky at times, and we'll get into that for sure. Um, but I don't know. I, I still I was entertained, you know, and, and that's an important thing for me. I'd rather be entertained than bored. And you know, like have a, a good movie. And I have seen really good movies that are just boring. Like would I rather like I've seen uh what was that? Tar, you know? Which I'd probably give an eight out of ten. I'd rather watch The Flash again than to watch oh, Tar.
2: Wow. Well, just because it's just See where the school's going, Daniel. It's drift with we know it's drifting into no, I'm just saying, no, it's no. True, my point uh,
0: is it's like sometimes you want to watch mindless fun and you have to suspend your uh, disbelief for a lot of this stuff because it doesn't make any sense. You, you know, it's like. Where's well, the fun, Joe? Sorry. what? No, no, I there missed... is fun. No, there's definitely see a different fun. Film? Okay. Yeah, well, we'll get into it, but, uh, you know, and then we'll, we'll get into the mistakes that they made too. And you'll have a big one. I, I think you might know of a big one, Charlie. Um I just found out this this morning, but we'll go over it, but not, I will, uh, for entertainment value, I will give this a seven out of 10, hmm. you know, cause yeah, there was just some things that I was like, all right, this is, this is good, you know, and, uh, but I'll, sorry, right, I'm going seven out of 10, but I did want to, before we go into spoilers though, what do you think was the problem or, you know, why did this movie fail at the box office? Do you have any like nobody knows
2: who the Flash is?
0: That's a good point. I believe that that's part. I I think if it was called Batman Flashpoint, I think a lot more people would have seen it.
2: Uh, the other thing too many screenings. They started this, yeah, this film was ready last year. They started screening it to select people about five weeks ago. They did the same with Indiana Jones. We all know, I mean. You know, obviously we're geeks and we go and have a look for these sorts of things. But we all know what happens in Indiana Jones. And I'm like, I don't want to go and see that. I'm not, I'm not not interested.
0: Yeah, it's a mistake,
2: yeah. But with the flash, I purposefully stayed away from that because I don't I wanted the bit of mystery about what that is. And I know you, Joe, you, you go to spoiler heaven every time, don't you? You yeah, go straight to straight there. But I I wanted that mystery and I managed to, even though you told me loads of stuff. And I was like, "Don't don't tell me that, Joe." Um, there was, was enough in there that I didn't know what was what was going to come. So, <laughs> yeah.
0: you, wait a minute. I, the, I, the
2: moral I, of the tale is don't don't speak to Joe on the phone. That's, no, I know, but I <laughs> I didn't say like,
0: you know, did you want to know that Michael Keaton died in this movie? <laughs> you know, I don't go like that. You know, I'll say, "Do you want to know spoilers?" And you go, "No," but I usually don't. Come right out and say spoilers. Maybe yeah. I did it one time, I think. you know. Yeah. But usually you,
2: I'm, I'm, I'm good about it. You and Overlord DVD basically told me what was happening in Indiana Jones. Um, you asked me. Yeah, well, thanks, because you just saved me 15 quid. So, uh, okay. But, well, I've
1: avoided thanks. everything for Indiana Jones. So.
0: Oh, okay. I'm still looking forward to that movie. Even when I saw the trailer before this movie, I was like, I'm on board. It's like, if it wants to go downhill while I'm watching it, that's fine. I'm still buying my ticket. The trail looks good for me. All right, yeah. Dan, do you have any idea why do you think it failed?
1: I think, like you said, I think if it was branded, yeah, Batman Flashpoint or Justice League Flashpoint, I think that would have worked. But I think part of the problem was, I think i think ezra miller was the problem but not because people didn't want to go and see it because of him i think the different issues surrounding him caused delays it caused reshoots it caused warner brothers to second guess how they were going to market the movie and i think they probably had some internal dilemma between them between themselves on how hard they're going to push this movie And it was really only in the last couple of months that you saw a lot of flash posters on the sides of buses and you saw a few things on TV. Whereas I think a movie that could have been an event movie for DC would have... Like the Avengers movie was... Like Marvel do teasers and sometimes there's they give nothing away and it's literally just the logo, the reveal of the logo for the movie or the reveal of some small detail. Whereas this didn't seem to have any of it because I think of all those issues and delays. So the marketing probably did. Like, like I work in a college of students and a lot of them love their comic book movies. They love Batman. They love the Avengers and stuff. And nobody's talked to me about the Flash coming out Nobody's mentioned I was doing the cult Batman lines to me all the time and he's never mentioned that the flash is coming out I'm gonna go and see the flash Wow, and that's There's something not right there
0: I, I think that's the main problem is most people don't know who the flash is or Or care. He's a boring character. I know Taylor used to love him. It was his favorite character But to me the flash all he does is he runs fast and then they would add crazy superpowers like you can go in time and change things and phase through stuff but it's like that's like if somebody said what superpowers do you want it's not that i don't want to run fast it's i mean can you imagine being a fan of the flash and having to buy comics like every couple of weeks i mean or being the writers coming up stories for this guy i never enjoy they can
2: run fast yeah
0: (laughs) You know, it's like, oh, he, he lost his powers and he has to get them back. Somehow. That's the story. And they probably do that once every year, you know, just to, cause they don't have many stories to talk about. It's the same thing with green lantern. It's green lantern failed. And I think that was a problem too, is that most people didn't know who green lantern was. Although the movie was a little, little wonky too, but they, they need to focus like i said like on batman superman and wonder woman you know they can't forget about those characters cuz those are the ones that they love i can't even think of anyone after them that they could do a movie about i mean yeah they did joker i think they probably could do a you know a, a deathstroke movie like like joker or something like that but and they're doing the penguin tv series no one's going to watch that I guarantee you no one's going to watch that no matter how good it is if it is good It's just that they're they're so arrogant and I I think it this could have been either called Been called a batman movie or a justice league movie and more people would have seen it And there's also was the whole internal struggle with warner brothers with the snyderverse and uh Having james gunn come on board and I found out this and this is crap, you know, james gunn is probably responsible for a lot of the problems with this movie because he didn't want to interfere with his DC universe. Where, where was I? I was talking about the internal struggle about Warner brothers and all that is that this movie could have had Henry Cavill in it. They filmed scenes with Henry Cavill in it and they cut it out and it was on orders from James Gunn. Wow. And, um, Could have had more Wonder Woman in it. There there was so much more. We'll get into the ending. Three different endings were shot and they went with the worst one. And uh, I think what they went with the worst one just so that they can close the book on the Snyderverse. Um, But it's just sad uh, because Gunn, I think did say he didn't want to give people hope that these characters would return. And that's why he did what he did. Anyway, all right. Let's get into spoiler. uh Ezra Miller? Would you think of him as as the Flash and Barry?
2: Uh, personally, I thought he's the most annoying thing in this film, especially when there were two of them. I was just, I just, I don't watch the Flash. He wasn't really on my radar when I'm watching Justice League films. So, I I went to do this film because of Michael Keaton. Otherwise, me too. I, w- yeah. I would not have been there. I would I would not be going. So. Now that I've seen him for like, you know, over two hours, there there were bits that were all right. I I'd like I I'd like the bits with his mom. I thought those those mm. were those were good scenes. But on the whole, good lord, annoying.
0: You know what I don't get is he's so ungrateful. It, like in the beginning, he's complaining that he's like the he he met, picks up all the messes that the other superheroes do. And that he gets no respect or appreciation for his character. I don't know why they turned him into something like that. Because, again, he should be somebody that enjoys being a superhero and thinks it's so cool. Because that's what he was like in Justice League. He loved being part of a team. And now he's like, I hate this. You know, this just was a really weird direction that they went in. Yeah.
2: And it's saving babies when we're talking about shonky CGI. Oh, you can wow. about that now if you want. Wow, <laughs> wow! And they put, a, they put an actual baby in a microwave, I, I, and then it dinged. I, and then it yeah, it, and it dinged. Wait a minute, what's it what what's it dinging for? You know, that's not that is. I, I don't know if that's a subliminal something, and even if it is, I do, don't want to know what that is. I don't know what this subliminal thing is, but yeah, I forgot about the ding. Yeah, you're right i say
0: what annoyed me though is a director Came out and he tried to make excuses for the bad CGI and said it was intentional Because he's in the speed force and everything is distorted No, you can say that for when he's in the speed (laughs) force and he's going back in time But not when that baby scene is going on because the the woman the nurse she wasn't distorted you know, other people around him weren't distorted. It's just they couldn't use real babies and they had to use CGI babies and it just did not work. I mean, they should be ashamed. I don't Ooh. know who signed off on that. They should be fired. The pe- the, the visual effects of
2: guys that actually worked on this, they should all be fired. They and went that- to the old Mother Hubbard of uh, visual effects. And guess what? Their cupboard was bare. Yeah, like, like you said. No money left.
0: It's like the Smiths, uh, you know, like uh, in Matrix Reloaded. I never had a problem with that, you know. It's I still watched it recently, and I thought it was fine. I'd say it's like the Scorpion King, you know. I mean, yeah, that's shocking. Yeah, it's like some of the worst, and it's it's just so glaring too, you know. They should be ashamed, you know, that that was ever put on screen. I I don't understand it.
1: I'm pretty sure that there was a lot of times when there was two Ezra's or even just one Ezra. I think they deep faked Ezra Miller's face onto another actor. I
0: oh, know they did. They, instead they instead especially...
1: of just doing what every movie that's featured twins or whatever in history, just film the back of somebody else and have their face and then swap it the other way around. Eddie Murphy did a dinner scene in the Nutty Professor and he yeah. played everybody bar one person or two people at the dinner table. And you're telling me they can't have just two versions of Ezra Miller, and it not look like like apps that that people use with their phones to make themselves look like celebrities or whatever. Like it, it would just it didn't map onto the faces very well at times. It just is that what? Wait a minute, is that what happened? I'm sh- they had to. It looked. It, that's what it looked like.
0: I think okay. sometimes they did it, sometimes they didn't. But I know wow. that there was a different actor. So like when you saw the back of. The front of one Ezra's face and the back of the other was another actor standing there, and you can tell that, in a way, when you look at them, that they're not the same person just by the way that they stand and present themselves. You know, it, they weren't perfect.
2: Wow, I didn't know. That. We're not. We're not talking the levels of back of Christopher Glover's head in Back to the Future Two. That ain't Christopher Glover. <laughs> but yes, uh, not 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 to that level of. of uh, but I. Of, I I
0: think Ezra Miller did a good job. Yeah, he, his his Barry, his teenage Barry, was annoying. Um, but I think I have I, a good
1: point about teenage Barry.
0: Oh, you did all right.
1: Okay. I think the young Barry Allen did a fantastic job of making me like the older Barry Allen more. <laughs> because for the first maybe twenty minutes or however long of the movie, I was kind of thinking, oh, he's a bit annoying. He's He's whining about his position in the Justice League and all that, and oh, always me. And it just, he just—he wasn't. I didn't find him very likable until I met the younger, eighteen-year-old Barry, and then I thought, this guy's not too bad.
0: So that's a good point. <laughs> I, I had heard that that may have been intentional, you know. Mm. But he does grow towards the end too, younger Barry. But it, yeah. But it's. I think that's part of the problem too. Is that. I don't think most people that have seen this movie or most people, let's say when I say that most people in the world are not aware of Ezra Miller's issues that he's had with the law and the crazy things that he's done. So I can't put that much blame on it because of Ezra Miller, but I I think it was wrong to have Ezra Miller play off against himself because he's not a big enough star and the flash is not a big enough star How they could have corrected this is if they brought in Ben Affleck's Batman was somehow able to come into go into the other universe or the past or and Henry Cavill's, you know, like, don't just have it where it's like, all right, we're going to have Ezra Miller, Ezra Miller, Michael Keaton and a girl you never met before, you know, and uh, that's going to be the main stars in this movie. It could have been so much better if they would have thought about it. But again, I think a part of the problem, too, is, uh, well, we don't want Henry Cavill because that's Snyderverse, and we want to just get rid of it. And we really don't want Ben Affleck too much in this movie either. You know, it's like, but do you want to make money? (laughs) That's the whole thing. And that's what Disney forgets, too. If you want to make money, there's a sure formula of how to make money, and this was not it you know not ha- by having it it's Ezra Miller and Ezra Miller in the flash you know it's uh, it's just too much for the audience to just see him constantly I'm sure he loved it he's, he's probably like this is the best movie we've ever made it's me acting against me and we're both really good I wonder if I'm gonna be nominated for two Oscars silence is deadly
2: Sorry. I was just looking at one of the characters um, that I, that I wanted to talk about, but I, um, I, can I can I talk about that? I kind of like. Well, I did want I, to say though, I, I other than the baby crap, I,
0: I still kind of enjoyed that scene, like when he's traveling across the country to get to Gotham from Central that's, City.
2: That's good, but then when he gets yeah. there, it's all goes
0: to all goes to pot. And, and you know, in the Batman stuff on the bridge, I, you know, I think that was pretty cool, and and.
2: Wonder that actually women. got me liking Ben Affleck's Batman. yeah, mean, and they, they changed that. his voice,
0: yeah. like where it's like now I'm gonna have to bl- put the blame on on Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith, like me, said that I don't think that Ben Affleck has the voice for Batman, hmm. and so he told Zack Snyder you should digitize his voice to make it deeper, and that's why we've seen that, like we you know like he's got that weird kind of deep voice. It's electronic, hmm. but in this movie they didn't do that. He just made a deep voice and it worked yeah and it's it did. like i wish they would redo batman v superman with this voice and it would make
2: it so much better could we have not just made this into a ben affleck batman film and then just leave yeah, it at that because yeah that would have been all right he'll never get his own film now.
0: no but i don't think oh. he cares it's too busy taking orders from jennifer lopez yeah <laughs> and counting his money their money oh
2: well, yeah yeah yeah, definitely. What character do you want to talk about? Yeah. Ron Livingston. I like him. The, the, his dad. Oh,
0: he's all right. I mean...
2: Yeah, no, I kind of like him. You know, he's, he plays the, um, uh, the alternate pilot in, well, we are one of our family films. We love for Bueller's this day off. that yeah, you won't be able to see it, but the posters behind me, for those that are listening um, in the podcast studio but we also like vacation um, the um the update to rusty griswold um and yeah ron livingston plays the the um the pilot the, the the rude pilot and whatever else in that and i think he's great but i remember him from swingers he's great in swingers swingers is just oh sticking. that was him yeah we we better we better move on chi chi the natives are getting restless when he's on the golf course He's trying out for oh, goofy. Okay. Yeah, that's oh, him.
0: He's, all right. Yeah, I was thinking about the other guy that was got in a fight with like the the tough guys. Pulled oh. out the gun. Yeah, yeah, yeah They It yeah. confused me
2: sometimes. <laughs> it's still a good film, um, I, and I I have to give a shout out to the mom. I thought she was she was really, she, in the short amount of time that she had, she generated warmth, and you wanted good things to happen to her. And you wanted, you, you could understand why you wanted to write the thing in the short amount of time she was there. And I think Testament to her as an actress, cause she was just amazing.
0: No, I, I agree. I thought she was good. And it, the uh, moments between her and Barry are very mm. well done. And, you know, yeah. that's why I'm saying there's good things in there, but there's a, there's crap in there too. Uh, and even like when he's talking to Ben Affleck about going back in time and, uh, you know, Ben Affleck is acting like Batman or you know, saying that, the, you know, the scars that we have define us sometimes. Mm. And I I, th- I don't remember the quote exactly, but it's such a good quote. Mm. And, uh, yeah. it's, 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 you know, it's, it's in a way it's, it's selfishness for him to do that, to get his mother back and not think of the ramifications that could happen. Um, cause it did screw up everything. <laughs> But I, right. I wanted to talk to you. Um, did you mention anything about Ezra? I'm sorry, Dan.
1: Yeah, no. I'd said about the the younger version making the other one. Like, oh, yeah, Ezra. I, right. I, I watched the, I watched it, and I didn't. And we know about the different issues and stuff and things that have happened with him. But I didn't go into the movie watching it and then going like, "Oh, look, he's the guy that did that." I, I didn't go in thinking that. I think, I think, it was a lot of. I don't want to say every because there will always be exceptions. But, you know, there's a lot of actors throughout history who have done various things that are questionable, illegal, bad, terrible. But when you watch them in their role, you just think of them as this Mm. character. Mm. And you you can switch your brain off. It's the same with music. You know, there's lots of musicians that have questionable things, but you can still enjoy their songs despite whatever it is. And... I watched that, and i did i wasn't thinking about those things that he did um I just felt that sometimes yeah he just i, I don't feel that like the he was very, as likable as I think he should have been initially, but he was he was more likable because the other one was a bit more annoying. they both had growth, which was good, like you said Joe, and I agree with you, Charlie the scenes with his mom. They were some of my favorite scenes. They were they were the ones I took around. I was like, they've done very well with those. Yeah.
0: Like. yeah I, again, when it comes to actors, like I know Kevin Spacey, like you can't tell me you can't watch American Beauty anymore. You know, I'm always going to watch it. I think it's a classic, and he does a tremendous performance. And the same thing with Michael Jackson. Like, you can't tell me I can't listen to his music anymore. And, you know not that this is an Oscar winning performance by Ezra Miller, but it's a good one. Uh, You know, I'm not going to hold that against him, the things that he did, but I don't want him to be rewarded. There's part of me that's like, well, you know, I mean, when it, when it was over and I saw it, it's like, well, too bad. He's a jerk in real life. You know, Mm -hmm. I don't want to see a sequel for this movie where they say, Oh, we need you back. We got to give you, you know, we'll give you $20 million to reprise your role. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to see that happen. I I want the door to close on his performance as The Flash. He did a a decent job in this movie. Now, good luck finding work, you know, based on your acting abilities and what you did. You know, because then you're you're judged on what you did. But you already did this movie. It's over. I enjoyed your parts. But I really don't want to see you again.
2: You know, that's how I feel about him. See, I I remember seeing when I was very young, seeing news reports of what Hiroshima and Nagasaki looked like after the bomb was dropped. That's going to be nothing compared to the review that Fedra going to give this, based on Ezra Miller, because she's. I think she might actually blow a gasket uh, by going by having even if she does go and see this film, because I, I've I've heard her lead up to this film. Um, she is just not. She might have to be dragged to see it in that sense and she just uh, and she's right with what she's been saying and what you just said and you just said daniel you know you don't you you have to you have to separate that there's the famous bill hicks line which is you know if you have a problem with your musicians doing all of these horrible things take your records put them in the garden and just set fire to the lot of them because then uh, and that was the I i remember that growing up but in this case to go and have a look at the things that he's done i i hadn't seen the the strangulation incident, for example. And then you go and look at the footage of that, and you go, whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, okay. Now, I know there's other, lots of other stuff that he's done, and it's probably even worse than that in, in context. But, yeah, I just find it... I, I just... I, I do wonder what Fedra is going to make of this film. i obviously Jack as well. But I just think that the reward bit, you're absolutely spot on because... You know he's been silenced. He's not allowed. He's allowed to attend the premiere, and that was it. Don't say anything. Don't talk to anyone. Just skulk off into the background. Do your thing, and then off you go. And it's almost like this is this is how he goes out. He goes out the back door. Goes out with a whimper rather than a bang.
0: And I did kind of wonder too when I was watching this movie if he had any influence on some of the scenes, like when he was naked, because he was naked for quite a bit. I think a couple of times, and then uh, also. You know, when he he didn't have any clothes on, and he, he went to grab clothes, and he and he grabbed women's clothes. You know, I, I again, I wonder if there was any kind of influence from him.
1: Probably, there was that line about the the um, after he was talking to. It was after the baby scene, I think it was after the bridge scene, and they were talking about. Um, he was describing the Justice League, and he'd said it might be a little bit in the movie, but when he said that the Justice League didn't have a good mental health support system or something along those lines. I don't know if you caught that line. Ah, right. Yeah. 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 I remember and he that. said, and he, cause he said, hmm. cause he said, Oh, they just oh They do this. They do this. He says, uh, ah, they haven't got a good, um, emotional support or whatever it was. Something along those. And he says, I would know.
0: That's interesting. To that right. Yeah. Yeah. I and he also said that. when he says, come on Barbie. And the other one goes, let's go party. <laughs> but You know what's funny, too, though, is if you guys ever read The Flash, and I know you have, Dan, and you've seen the movie, and you're a fan of that Flash, this is nothing like The Flash in the comics or the animated movies or anything like that. Can
2: you help me explain the the difference, then, between the two of you? Well, first of all, he
0: he looks like Captain America. He's got blonde hair, blue eyes. You know, he's basically just a normal guy He he's not like a comedian he's not a jokester you know he's got a regular job he does he's intelligent and uh, you know it's almost like casting Pee Wee herman to be batman i mean which they could have done but yeah. you shouldn't do it but it, like i'm just saying if you're a fan of the flash and you buy all his comics i can't see you liking this flash at all Anyway, I wanted to talk to you, Charlie, about the whole Back to the Future thing.
2: Oh, right. An expert on that? Oh, wait a minute. I, yeah, because I I, I I didn't get it ready, but it's always at the side of my desk. So yes, I do have something to to show Dan Dan because I don't think you've seen it. But yeah, um, I, I'm a massive. So the the gag in there is that Eric Stoltz is martin mcfly in back to the future i've always had a particular um bone to pick about this because you don't shoot 70 percent of the film and then just push him to one side and go actually we want this guy now is michael j fox a better martin mcfly yeah probably but i don't know because i haven't seen the other and i, and I do like eric stoltz's vision for back to the future where he comes back and he says look he doesn't know these people He's no nothing in common. He's never grown up with them. He didn't know who they are. They're different personalities, and because he said that, I think they went. Uh, I think we need to find somebody else. And um, and so you know, this guy's a problem maker. This is for you, Dan. I'm sorry for listeners at home. It's not going to be not going to be much, but I I I had commissioned a Back to the Future with <laughs> Eric Stoltz. I I had that commissioned about six <laughs> months ago. Um, Amazing. I know, and it's great. And I love it. And it's on my it's over here in the podcast studio over there. And i am probably get in trouble if I used it on my podcast <laughs> or used it in any sort of way. It probably rubs Eric Stoltz's um, nose it, in it. But the, the final thing it... that I would say is I hope and I know that the makers of Back to the Future, Bob Gale, Rock Duzmekis, have acknowledged that, yeah, OK, we screwed him over that they've they they they've hinted that we can try and clean this up and show you what an Eric Stoltz Back to the Future would have looked like. So that's if this film does nothing else, if it generates a bit of buzz for that, then I'll be a very happy man.
0: I was going to say, Charlie is a huge Eric Stoltz fan. Huge. I only know him for Mask and Pulp Fiction, and I really don't know him for anything else. Um, so... I don't know. Like, I, I'm not a big fan. Some but it's kind of heard,
2: wonderful. You ever watched Caprica? I did watch that. I watched you know. some kind of
0: wonderful and I didn't like it. Um, but to me, Charlie, it sounded like he was a jerk on that set too.
2: Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, Kristen, I mean, I'm surprised Kristen he had a Glover career was, after that. You know, so the, yeah, but Kristen, but people are didn't jerks have on career. sets all the time. And, yeah, but, you know, and they usually he, just juke it out or they just have a, he had a different vision for the character. Would it have worked? Probably not. But with the right coaching and the right sort of, rather than just pushing him to one side, yes I do have a B in my bonnet about how he was treated. But I mean no, but we, we, also... we've, we've done this plenty of times. We've all had conversations between each other about, oh what happens if this character, what happens did, if did this actor player it? Did
0: he not punch the real Biff?
2: Oh, well, that's not been proven. But yeah, let's just say that he did. I mean isn't it good to to actually juke it out and just get it out of the way and then carry on oh you're too too defensive on
0: this guy i i would have fired him at that point
2: because he needs to just well there's plenty of plenty of set stories that we can give where they people should have been fired but james when we talked about james Carriman on aliens guy behaved like a complete control freak but that was his movie
0: and i don't again we can get into that too so he sacks the assistant
2: director Gets gets the, the whole hold of the British crew against him and it takes Sigourney Weaver to break the strike Yeah, yeah great good, but I You're see good. now
0: I'm on James Cameron's but anyway, we're not gonna get anyway, into okay. it. And, okay. you know, but no again, sorry I, I, I'd heard that the crew didn't like him and that he was a he said he was a method actor uh, You know and he just was behaving like a jerk and then when they fired him He,
2: he kind of said something snotty as he left and well that, were, I, I i would have the air would have been blue with expletives joe if they if they'd done the same to me i don't know wow. anyway getting back to
0: this movie um so no i was thinking like some people were, were saying why would it why would that change eric stoltz be there not michael j fox
2: because he hit he hit tom wilson he hit beth Tannen. Um, they had a bit of a scrap in there, and no, 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 the, no, everything no. was cleared, and and suddenly the film no, was made. I'm
0: talking about in in this movie. Oh, you know why is why is he, you know Marty McFly, and not Michael J. Fox?
2: Because it's a multiverse.
1: Yeah, I think it was just a good. It was like a clever tool mm. to eventually get Barry to realize things have changed, and he's not just back in time in his. Back, you know, ten years or whatever, to his eighteen-year-old self, where the world was as it was. I think it was just one of those little things to just make you go, something's not quite right. A bit like when in Back to the Future, when Marty goes to the future, and he wakes up and things are just slightly different. You just you notice those little tweaks, and I think it was just a little nod where he "Why do you keep saying that?" <laughs> and then that's when they sit down, and then and then that's when it opens, and he's like. Yeah, but then you know all about Superman, and they're like, "What's a Superman?" And then, it, and then, it, and then that's when it all. And then he's just he's googling constantly, just trying to find. And he's like, "Oh, everything's different." Well, again,
0: I could be wrong. I mean, I don't know how far he went back. To I guess how old was he? Like maybe eight or ten or something like that. So let's say it's ten years. Was Was it the seventies? Yeah. Did he go back to the seventies, or did he go back to the eighties? Because if you look yeah. at it. Michael Keaton's Batman took place in the uh, – he's he's 60-plus years old, right, uh, in this movie. So that means 30, for 40, like about 30, 40 years have passed. Hmm. I, I don't think it's, you know, the 80s that they're in. I think it was the 80s when he went back so he he changed it by him taking the the can of tomato or wherever the hell and he changed it so his mother didn't die he also changed the past like the past before that point and that that's what people seem to have a problem with is that if you change something and it starts to affect the future according to this time travel it also Affects the past, like
2: way past. Before so, Elizabeth. Batman eighty nine never happened. Or uh well, it did. You know, he was Batman, but you can't go back to the eighties
0: 80s and eighties. 80s well, no, we call, Batman we call it Batman eighty nine. We call it Batman eighty nine. We just don't know what it is. You know, like what year it takes place. Because when you look at all of the stuff that they have, like you know the cars that he he uses, they're not modern day cars. Uh, they're they're a little older. It, it is it's hard to like pinpoint exactly when batman took place i don't think it took place you know exactly at the same time as when we were watching it i could be wrong but it, it just seems like
1: they addressed it, didn't they though at one point what's that didn't barry didn't barry ask at one point because he was trying to work out ages of things and stuff well and then it, and did that then lead to the spaghetti scene
0: yeah, and that was a that was a cool way that he explained the multiverse.
1: Yeah, I like that too.
0: But still, it doesn't make sense on how the past could change too. Like it's like if if you went back and you you went back to December twenty fifth, nineteen eighty, everything from nineteen eighty on would change, but everything before should have stayed the same. But apparently, everything before also changed, and that's. But then I-
1: I think then, like the with that like spaghetti thing, was like where they cross here on that like, oh, December hey, day. Hey, hey,
0: m- All right, if they want to
1: do that, maybe, and then it, I, maybe I don't like it. <laughs> <what I'm> <laughs> maybe do not, but I think that was the kind of the thing. Like when that event changes, it almost like spins and opens up. Like that's that like, a new timeline, but there's there's like encouraging point there. That's what I kind of understood from that kind of spaghetti scene. And is it just like it as another way of Explaining time. Like I like the back to the future way, I like the way that they explained it in Endgame. I like the way that they explained it in this. The good old interesting different theories.
0: No, I but yeah, so I, it, yeah, I'm like into the Looper. Like if if I come I go back in time, like ten years from now and I chop your arm off, now all of a sudden you don't have an arm, you know, as I'm talking to you.
2: Hmm.
0: That's that's the way time travel should be. I don't like this whole multiverse crap.
2: I oh, like Time Cop, where, uh, where he gives him the scar. Hmm. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't know Time Cop would be such a, uh, a conversation <laughs> killer, but, you know, it does have Mia Sarah in it, so, you know, yeah. it's not all bad. Um, we, so what do you d- guys think? We, we, Are we going to talk get- about Emo Supergirl? Well, let's talk about Michael Keaton. What do you think about Keaton? Okay. Poor introduction.
0: You didn't like him with a beard It'd and be, sandals
2: what, what is almost feral in his own i mean like even, the start, but even the start of the um what was it the uh the, the dark knight rises you know he's a recluse in there mm. but he still keeps everything up But still you know it's still looked after you know where's alfred He's i dead. mean alfred well, dead, but where's Alfred's replacement? I mean, it just, are we talking that the Michael Keaton is just going from room to room in his sandals with his, you know, with his stick? Not concerned about anything else, not wanting to help anyone. He has to be convinced, by the way. He has to be convinced to help humanity. You're like, that's not bad.
0: I will say, I do find it hard to believe that he's running that house all by himself. You know, yeah. cause where does he get the food, you know?
2: Tesco it, delivery, it's gotta be. <laughs> well, wouldn't it, wouldn't it, would it exist at that point? Uh Well, you'd be able to have, okay, some local arrangement with, you know, can you deliver this stuff to Red Manor so. and I'll pay I double. So. <laughs> um,
0: But I, I liked him. I, I thought he was great. It was nice to see him back, you know, i mean i'll get into a spoiler real quick i appreciated the fact that they killed him off and they left him dead you know because some i like what they did with rise of skywalker when they would kill people off and bring them back just if you're gonna do something go with it don't give us this crap where and i was afraid that they were going to do that like when he reversed time it's like well we can save him this time but he still kept dying um and you know, and I, and I liked what he said at the end. Although it was kind of like what Darth Vader said, you know, like when Luke says he goes, "But I have to save you," and he says, "You already have." Yeah. And, you know. <laughs> Tell your sister you were right. You know. Um. But I, I liked him. I loved his costume, and I liked to see him. Even though the CGI at times is wonky with him, it's nice to see him doing Batman things like more physically you know, even though i will admit charlie what is he 60 70 years old yeah, it's kind of hard to like imagine him moving the way he
2: does you know at that age well absolutely the, the difference is in the batman films that hit where he was batman um previously i enjoyed him as bruce wayne i thought he was he was great I, I really did, you know, especially the, you know, Let's Get Nuts. I even liked that line in Batman 89. I thought it was good. But here, every time he didn't have the cowl on and every time he wasn't Batman, I was like, yeah. You know, I think when he delivers the Let's Get Nuts line in this, it's a bit cringeworthy, really. It doesn't doesn't seem right. It just seems like you're putting fan service in there. Um, so I, I suppose I didn't like him so much when he was, like, in the background and he was, like, just the... You know the facilitator and the helper and stuff like this i'm like this is batman he should be front and center he shouldn't just be skulking in the back and doing all these things but that's well, just me
0: don't i i loved him i i love him as bruce wayne mm. um it, it, once he shaved his beard off and got a haircut I and mean, how did he do that <laughs> you know like i i don't see how well i guess he could have had clippers or something
2: i was gonna say do you not know joe how to how to shave he's got shaving Foam upstairs and he just puts up his face then just does that and beard's gone
0: must have been must have been hard to cut that hair though. It was pretty damn long um <laughs> but no i i i felt like again that he was more adult bruce wayne and i don't know of all the batman movies that i've seen him in too i felt he was the more bruce wayne in this one which i, I enjoyed the older oh, one no, that's I, when I enjoyed I he was not Bruce Wayne in the first Batman movie. He was. Of course he was. He was. Awful. He was. He talking about. Seriously. Yeah. Dan.
1: No, I liked him. I liked him in the movie. It was almost. It was a shame that. This is probably what all will see of Michael Keaton's Batman as a return. And it's kind of a shame that that bullet got used in this film. I think we could have. I think it could have been in something else that would have just, cause he, he did steal the scenes. I think that he was in, I did like you said, Joe, that he did die and that they couldn't save him. So there was that gravity, gravity to it, but he just felt like you had a good character in there that we're not going to see any more of just even there's a bit more of a tease. Like we like, we've seen no way at home and stuff, but like, there's always that potential where they could actually, they could do a film and still throw Tobey Maguire in and we'll see his Spider-Man or we'll see an Andrew Garfield amazing three. But I don't think we're going to get a resurgence and have a Michael Keaton Batman movie. That's, I don't think in DC's.
0: Well, it's done now. Yeah.
1: You know, like it was going to be in Batgirl.
2: Mm -hmm. And
1: with whatever that was going to be, I would imagine we would have even got more of him and that might have maybe as bad as that movie was maybe seeing him in that role might have been better i don't know but with the comic and that because it's thomas wayne in the comic and he seems to take charge a lot whereas i didn't feel that he 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 let barry dictate a lot of what was going on he seemed like he'd been out of the game a while and he didn't have that kind of leadership because i think barry even said like come on you know the greatest detective and and I don't think Ooh. we saw those skills out of him necessarily. It was just kind of one last run. I'm going to throw in the gear. I'm going to give everything I've got, go out swinging, and that's what we got. Whereas I would have liked to see seen more Batman things from him.
0: Yes. He kind of reminded me of John Wick whenever he pulled out his cape to have the bullets go up against yeah, him.
1: Yeah, that, that was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, but it was cool.
1: it was cool. He was like you know in the plane, and then he's going like, "Where's your parachute?" and he just drops, like, that's great. You know, I, if I was Michael
2: the- Keaton and I was looking on Twitter or Facebook, Reddit, wherever, and I would just be getting this film is failing. I mean, okay, we're it's only been going one weekend, but if it if it continues on this downward trajectory, I would like not that Michael Keaton would. I would like him to take solace from the fact that we all agree that he was brilliant in it. You know what's funny? The site
0: that I go on to, they're blaming him. They're what? Blaming Michael Keaton. It's because nobody really knows who he is. He's too old. Because they're a bunch of youngsters. They're a bunch of hipsters. And they're like, why didn't they just bring in Christian Bale? It would have made so much more money because at least he's more familiar. Oh, to, my to goodness. It. And, you know, I'm not saying it would have been interesting to have him in there, Christian Bale. Mm-hmm but I'd much rather would have seen Michael Keaton. I'm glad we did. But, you know, in their eyes, it's like, I didn't really watch like they, their favorite Batman
2: is Robert Pattinson, oh, which I, I don't I've understand. Seen sure. <laughs> Gen Z's and millennials on your head, be it <laughs> Robert Pattinson in no multiverse. Does that work? They even made a film out about it. I remember a three hour dirge of a film, which is pointless. But yes, we've, we've done that to death. Sorry,
0: but I just couldn't believe that they actually said that it's more Michael Keaton's fault than Ezra Miller's. <laughs> That's, like, well,
2: I don't know about that. you know, I'm you, sure there's a the Mark Twain quote about the youth not knowing any much about anything. <laughs> but yeah. yeah. Um, what do you think about
0: Supergirl?
1: I liked
0: it. I did too. I she was Yeah, good. I did.
1: The costume was really good. They didn't mess that CGI up. <laughs>
2: I, people are saying they did. I didn't notice it, you know. I, I... Oh, when she was kicking Rod around, yeah, that looked a bit ropey. Yeah, but uh, the costume
1: though,
2: it just that looked Oh, you, yeah. Sorry, yeah. The costume oh, and the breakout. The, oh, sorry, yeah. The top worst CGI performances when she's broken out and she's fighting all those people and she's getting her powers back. She's fighting all the people at the facility. Yeah.
0: Well. You know, it's interesting because, again, she doesn't look like the Supergirl in the comic books. And, and you know who I am. They got to look exactly like this. But she's from a different multiverse. Hmm. So I'm okay with that, you know. Uh, and I, but I like the fact in, in the comic books, Supergirl has always been about I'm coming to Earth to protect kal And they went with that. You know, they didn't yeah. differ from that. That's why she was there is uh, she was his, to be his guardian and all that i still got a little confused with that whole thing how zod ended up killing kyle L, um but didn't kill her and i think that they were in this were they in the same pod no no i guess yeah, you no know,
2: it's coming you know,
0: from like henry cavill's kyle L was on that pod i'm thinking about the ship the ship that was in the ice was so was Cara in that and she ended up leaving what did she come oh, from a different pod because in man of steel there was that empty pod when they, yeah. they went in there so she could have been on that pod or whatever but i did you know i did like her i, I thought she was a likable character I, I feel like she was a little underused <laughs> you know
2: yeah i think they both was, were was it yeah. was she was she spoke to me a genuinely honest question was she supposed to be me- um, deliberate, like like non non-binary. She's supposed. To, was that? Yeah, I think I I did
0: read that like a lo- couple of years ago, and I wasn't happy about that. But they didn't push it.
2: Well, that's what I'm saying. Is even if she was, it 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 when you do it that way, and you make her a good character, and you make her somebody that's, as you say, Joe, true to the true to the comics, playing it her own way. She's not Helen Slater, but only Helen Slater is Helen Slater. Um, she's doing it away and nobody comes out of there and goes, mm-hmm. well, that film was great, but Supergirl was rubbish. We, we, we all agree here. And I think even if I went online, people would go, and this is where Joe tells me, well, they don't think that, that on Reddit, but she's, she was, she was good in the scenes that she was in, in the time that she had to, to give us a thing, Yeah, absolutely. I wouldn't mind a film, you know, I wouldn't mind a film, you know, based on her,
0: I know. I mean, and she's hoping that there is one, but there'll never be one because she's dead, and yeah. she really didn't see. Now, I'm confused with that too. So, when did the Russians? It was the Russians, right? That was in Siberia. I know that was in the comics and in the movie. Um, that were hiding her. Yeah. So, when did they get her? W- when she first landed on Earth. Because in the comics, they, it was Kyle L, And yeah. basically, they, they had gotten him when, you know, he first landed. He never saw the light of day. So he never got the, you know, I our yellow sun, powers from the yellow sun. And he was kept underground. Um, so that was, like, something that I didn't, I don't get, like, how all of a sudden, like, her body, it got bulk you know, from being so undernourished, you know, um, and that she knew how to do everything. Because even when Zod first came to this planet, like he couldn't fly at first, you know, and he didn't know how to use his laser eyes and all that. And I think that that's kind of what they were implying. She lands, they grab her, they put her on ground, they experiment with her, you know. And this is the first time she's seeing the sun. And But, she, you know, but she...
1: Go ahead she must have been not, but she must have been all because she was sent to protect him, so she must have had some sort of experience to be sent, but then it's how they managed to grab her when she landed,
0: and she also was supposed to come after him, like mm. even though he's younger, she she comes after him. Um, he's on earth more than she was, but anyway it it would have been nice if they would have used Kalel. Because they did that in the comics and the animated movie, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and but again, they there is such disdain for Henry Cavill with Warner Brothers, and it's it's a combination I think of because he's part of the Snyderverse. But I'm starting to think they just don't like him. You know, maybe he's not the nice guy that we think. I always Mm -hmm. think of Justice League when he didn't shave off his mustache and they had to digitally remove it. (laughs) Uh, It's easier to shave off a mustache and add a mustache than it is to. You know what I'm saying I think he was just being a jerk you know like trying to say well where's my movie and they're like well it's coming And he says, well I'm not taking my mustache off regardless of the story well Paramount said I couldn't do it I don't necessarily believe that I and I could be wrong it's all speculation but I think that you know some people that they're they seem like the nicest person in the world you know to a lot of people like when they meet them but behind closed doors they're jerks maybe that's him because they cut him out of everything. They cut him out of uh, the first Shazam movie. Um, you know, it's you, you. they didn't give him a Man of Steel 2. Uh, you wonder. I, I just started to wonder with that. Especially, I am going to fast forward really quick to um, the ending. So there were three different endings. We'll talk about some other things if you want. But there were three different endings. So the first ending that they shot, it was when Barry comes back to what he thinks is his universe and his present time, you know, he's supposed to meet Batman and it's not Ben Affleck. It's Michael Keaton. And Supergirl is with her, him too. So they both survived. And now they're in this universe.
2: Oh, wow. Okay.
0: That would have been a great ending because that would yes. have, but that was leading up to the fact that like Dan said, they were making the Batgirl movie or series for HBO max. And then they just canceled and said now it's crap no one will ever see it again so you know they i i think that was done intentional too because i i felt like they didn't want michael keaton to continue as batman you know because it was going to interfere with james gunn's vision of what batman and superman should be and although this happened before james gunn became like the head of dc they, they might have been talking you know, before that, I think that that's is the,
2: the Patterson de- Batman dead now? Is that not? No, he's, that's getting a sequel. It's but it's, it's like uh, elsewhere. How many Batmans is. are we going to have? Because isn't there a Black Batman that's coming in as well? No, I think
0: that's done. Um, oh, okay. No, James Gunn's Batman is going to be the only Batman. But I think
1: Patterson. The flash director in it.
0: Yeah, no, it's just ridiculous. Like the <laughs> that kind of pisses me off because I don't think he deserves a second movie after this one um but there was a third ending so the third ending and they they shot this so this was like that was the original ending with michael keaton you know so the next ending that they they decided to change they had it where michael keaton was batman and supergirl was there but so was henry cavill henry cavill was meets the flesh and so does wonder woman and Oh, that was that ending. And then it was James Gunn that says, nope, you know, we can't have, we can't give them hope. We can't give people hope thinking that we're going to bring all these characters back because we're not going to, you know, because it's going to interfere with my universe. And I'm, I want a new Superman. I want a new Batman. I want a new everything. I want a new Wonder Woman. So he was apparently behind the canceling of the Wonder Woman movie too, because Wonder Woman three, was announced, Mm. and so he says, yeah, that's got to go, too. Well, after
2: Wonder Woman (laughs) 2,
0: it should have just ended. But they announced Wonder Woman 3 right after Wonder Woman uh, screened on HBO Max the next day. It's like, due to the popular demand, Wonder Woman 3 is greenlit, you know, which was, they always intended to have a Wonder Woman 3. Yeah,
2: but But... poor old Henry Cavill comes back in Black Adam, and you're thinking, and then he gets told, what, a week later?
0: Yeah, yeah, you're not going to... Well, that was it. Yeah.
2: Like he, they were
0: told, yeah, we're going to make a man of steel too. And then James Gunn was like, if you want me to be the head of DC, we can't have a man of steel too. Cause it's just going to mess things up for right. me, you know? So he screwed up the, and he brought in the worst
2: possible Batman you could bring in. Yep. <laughs> we'd, we all thought that we'd forgotten and <laughs> put it to the back of our minds and our subconscious and in a vault And this is why
0: this doesn't make sense, too, because that George Clooney Batman is actually Michael Keaton's Batman, but recast. So it makes no sense for him to be Batman.
2: Explain, Joe.
0: So Michael Keaton did Batman and Batman Returns. He was supposed Hmm. to do Batman forever. He pulled out. So they replaced him with Val Kilmer. But Alfred is the same. Commissioner Gordon is the same. You know, it's the same universe. It's the same character, but it's a different actor playing him. Hmm. And then they had a problem with Val Kilmer and they replaced him with George Clooney. Because again, Commissioner Gordon is there. Alfred is there. He's got McGregor's disease, <laughs> you know. Um, so it's the same character. So it doesn't make any sense for it not to be Michael Keaton. That's
2: hmm. what I'm trying to say. I was, I was expecting a CGI Val Kilmer. I'm being honest.
0: Yeah, and that's an insult, too, that he wasn't included in that movie. Yeah. That was another thing, too. Linda Carter was supposed to be in it, and they cut her out for some reason. Hmm. Um, Cesar Romero is the Joker. You know, they... This is what's going to happen. They're going to do a four-hour cut of the movie. I'm pretty sure. least it on HBO Max, and they're going to have.
2: <laughs> I'm actually looking at Daniel's face. Like, really, <laughs> really.
1: I'll fast forward to the end for the cameos and. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what what yep. do you
1: think? Is it, stop,
2: I, like again, I. It's
0: funny because I got a picture of Christopher Reeve and Helen Slater from that scene and I went to put it on Facebook, and I don't know if Facebook would not allow me to do it because it was illegal to put that scene on there, but it wouldn't allow my post. But I wrote on it, I says, now my life is somewhat complete. It's, and I says, I'm being a little sarcastic, I says, but I never thought I was gonna see Christopher Reeve and Helen Slater together as Superman and Supergirl because there was all political crap going on back then. They're in the same universe and they never got to be together. And it just gave me the chills. That was the one scene that gave me the chills. I did,
2: I did love that. And I did wonder how, how you would take that, whether or not you would see it as just you, you especially would see it as cheesy, or would you see it in the same way that I saw it, which is just like this is brilliant. Yeah. What about you, Dan? What do you do you like the
1: no, I I I liked it, and I liked the cameos. It's just, I think that they still could have just fine-tuned and polished that CGI just that little bit. But it was a very nice nod to Christopher Reeve and having them in there.
0: Mm. Yeah, it was. You know, it was. I didn't like how they portrayed the multiverse and all of the planets converging on themselves. It was a weird effect infinity Uh, stones weren't they colors kind of yeah and even like then like they were trying to make excuses because they were cheapening out but they it did look like video game characters like when you would see like you know the flash's father you would see 10 of him and it's like well why didn't they just show him you know it's uh but a director again the director's making apologies for the bad special effects and saying it it was intentional. You know, we wanted it to look that way. It's like, yeah, whatever.
2: Hmm. I'd look at the credits and and I'm, I'm really sorry if I missed this, but Adam West is in there and I don't remember seeing, I did see him.
1: Yeah. It's a blink and
0: you'll miss him. Well, Robin. Yeah. Burt Ward is supposed to be in there. I didn't see him, you know? Um, Okay. They could have displayed him a little better. Like you saw, was it, uh,
1: I think he was in the yellow
0: one. He was, he was like in It was weird. There were like a ton of him too.
1: Yeah.
2: It was like one after the other. Yeah. Um, I might kind of have to find that on somebody's post on YouTube before he gets taken down his George
0: Reeves. Um, Superman was there and you know, uh, the original flash. Yeah. I mean, you know, it was cool, but they could have handled it better i guess in my mind what i anticipated it to look like was much better than what we got you know mm. but you got nick cage though yeah and that was all cgi too like he didn't mm-hmm. they just said we want to use a, your likeness and he's like okay cool yeah um, Well that
1: was very scorpion king
0: looking yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, it did kind of bother me that they spent so much time on that one scene and like we could have gotten more cameos of maybe um, Christian Bale's Batman, or like you said, just show Val Kilmer, you know, just for like a minute, just to, you know, for, for Val. Yeah. Um, What else am I missing here? I I felt
2: like Zod was wasted, you know? Yeah. Didn't he come out and say, didn't he complain that he was just like, it was just reading a few lines and they, it it was just a a CGI effect on a, on a seat basically. (laughs) He it's. I think it was the other day he was
0: being interviewed and he was supposed to be in a star Wars movie as a villain. And he, and he said the reason why I declined it is because I don't want to be part of mindless entertainment. (laughs) And it's like, (laughs) well, what the hell did you just do in the flesh? You know?
2: Yep. You signed up for it. Um. I don't know. what else you got, Joe? Have we have we done it all.
0: I think we're almost done. Um. Oh yeah, the whole thing. All right, this is a, a big mistake. I feel it happened in the beginning when the Flash is in, you know, the sandwich shop and he's getting a sandwich, and then he speeds up to Gotham City and he does all those rescues. How the hell is he supposed to get back? To that restaurant you know and rescue everybody in that time period there's no way because art, you know the the time that was going on in Gotham was still going on you know he couldn't have gone back in the past to where the sandwich shop was it, it just was kind of stupid unless
2: that guy spent an hour making a sandwich <laughs> I'm just trying to look him up because I do Dan, I think he's he's do you recognize him from somewhere? The guy that made the sandwich.
1: No, I didn't recognize him, but the girl in the lab was from Dairy Girls. Oh it's yeah, I remember.
0: I I watched Dairy Girls and I remember her now. That's good, Dan. Um
1: okay. but yeah, I there
0: was little. Saying, I sorry, kept saying, what was uh, it? You no, I'm sorry, Dan, but i was say I was kept saying, What's up with her nose? But now that you mentioned dairy gales, I remember her looking like that.
1: But yeah, there was those little inconsistencies, like the phasing through the wall. So when Young Barry phased the first time he fell through the floor and lost all his and lost the robe. So he couldn't phase with his clothes on. But then he phased in other scenes with the clothes on. Now I, I you know, maybe Jack can help, I don't know, but Maybe that's yeah. just something with the flash. Like I've only read Flashpoint. I haven't read loads of other Flash comics, so maybe it's something that he understands and and do that with his claws as well, as he gets better. Maybe it's as a skill.
0: But well, I, I'll just say closing point for me is I did enjoy the movie, but it could have been better. Like I felt they could have handled the time travel a little better. They could have tweaked the story a little better and added characters that we were interested in instead of making it. A complete flash movie. Um, I I still enjoy it and I look forward to seeing it again. I don't don't think I'll see it in theaters again,
2: but uh, I was
1: I would
2: would suggest go see it, I would suggest not, and um, not the four hour cut either.
1: I'd still go and I'd still tell somebody to go and see it, but I just I'd really set your expectations with it. I think it was a victim of too much tinkering. Yeah, I bet if they yeah. probably just ran with what they had the first time around, it probably would have been a bit tighter. But I think it's it's that model or that piece of artwork or that project that you just you overwork and then by the time you stand back from it, you kind of go, Oh, like you might have fixed individual small parts, small scenes, s- small lines. But then when you zoom out, it actually has made the whole project just a bit choppy and messy. Yeah, the, like... the, the, the
2: problem that, I, that I've got from my, my clothing bit is that this didn't have a lot of woke. So when we complain about lots of it and this film doesn't have it, it still doesn't do any good. And I would hate people to go, well, do you know what? We tried it that way and then we tried it that way. And no, I, we don't know what the people want.
0: You're 100% right, Charlie. I, I felt that way, too. It's like now all of a sudden people are going to say, it's not woke, that's the problem, so we're going to keep making woke films, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, But they could say that, well, yeah, well, he is super woke, though, Ezra Miller, and all yeah, the but, problems that...
2: Yeah, but he doesn't have, come across in this. And He doesn't. he it comes across as just, you know... No, but you could still... Like, like,
0: if you have people that are very anti-woke... They're like, I'm not going to go see no movie with Ezra Miller in it. You know, Um I think his, it's just
2: pronouns. Uh, yeah, but I think as you, we just said, yeah. as you said, right at the start, Dan, nobody really knows. If people don't know the character. It's basically like having a, what's that film? Brian Reynolds. With? It's like putting the green lantern and expecting people to go and watch the green lantern and go, yeah, we, we would, we did, but yeah. you know, Nobody else is particularly. I mean, what else is out at the moment? Don't no really know
1: what... Transf- <laughs> oh, Transformers
2: oh. is out. Well, oh, yeah, you've got Transformers, you've got Fast and Furious, and you've got this film where is that Batman in the top corner? You know, that's the sort of level that you're at. Fine, I'll just go and watch cars smashing into each other or, or robots smashing to each other.
0: It's also the relying on people to have seen the trailers too, and, and realize that Michael Keaton's in it. It's funny. Mm. I was at the movies and uh, you know, like how you buy tickets now, like when you're there, they're like these kiosks and you just type in, you know, like what movie are you going to see? And so I, I was there. And then this couple were next to me and they're like, Oh, what the hell are we going to see? And they're like, what's this movie about? You know? And, you know she said it just doesn't look like good i don't like to look at the poster and then so she said you i forget what movie it was she goes what's this movie about and uh she goes maybe we'll go see this one and i says oh that's about harvey weinstein and uh the sexual harassment stuff and she goes oh hell no she's like let's just go to you know, to the Burger King, <laughs> you know, that's what they did, they left, I mean, I wonder if a lot of people do that, it's like, well, let's go to the movies, but I don't know what's planned,
2: you know, and. Well, then you need to do your research, sorry. I guess yeah. so, yeah, but I guess you there are people, the I'm just going to go and watch it based on the poster, if I don't like the posters from the film, we're going to go off for something to eat. We don't I need like people like that, <laughs> <laughs> the sooner, Although The Flash hands. does, clearly.
0: It definitely needs people like that. I'm glad they weren't sitting next to me in the movie I was watching
2: because I'm sure they would have been annoying. Well, uh, I did I, see it before the, before the rest of you. You did. Because I, I ended was, up going on pissed. Wednesday night. And yeah. I was looking at the date and it was like the next day. And I was like, why am I able to watch it on Wednesday? Have I got the wrong ticket? Have I got the wrong day? No.
1: I done? always
0: have to see it first. I know like when sometimes I'll see it, it's like, all right, I got the three thirty ticket and Jack's like, I got the three o'clock. I'm like,
1: Oh, no. <laughs> are you serious? It's <laughs> <That's> not fair. <laughs>
2: yeah. I'll do it with the next one as well. Joe, it's fine. If we get um, that delay.
0: So where do you, where would you rank this amongst the DC movies and what's your favorite? Would you say I, I, I will, I'll, I'm just going to say really quick. Joker is still my favorite. I don't know if they consider that a real DC movie, but I would say after that it's probably Batman. Well, Maybe Man of Steel. I don't know. Batman v Superman. We'll say that's top three over there. This one I think is above Aquaman and not above Wonder Woman. It's in the middle. Well,
2: the Dark Knight. Knight. No,
0: no, this is not part of that.
2: Oh, we can't have... Oh, right, okay. <laughs> it's, a bit, it's a bit mean. Well, what did... Man of Steel was the first one. Oh, right, okay. I mm-hmm. don't know, Dan, I'll have a think. Why do, you, why do you go?
1: Um, I think I always had... I think I had Wonder Woman as my number one out of yeah, the Snyder yeah, movie. Yeah. I would put the first Shazam above this. I would put... Justice League and Batman Superman above this. Shazam two is below this. Aquaman's a tough one. I think Aquaman told a more cohesive story, but that was too long. So yeah, I'd put them kind of on a par. This was more entertaining than Aquaman, but Aquaman, if I had to review it as a bit, was a better story. Oh,
0: speaking of Aquaman, did you guys stay for the end credits?
1: Ah, uh, that was uh,
0: Good.
1: <laughs> Good. <laughs> Dude, Ch-
0: Charlie just ran. He pushed the ejection button on his seat <laughs> to get the hell out of there. Um, no, it had Aquaman and Barry in the current time, and they were going bar hopping, and then Aquaman yeah. was drunk and kept falling on the floor, and he fell in a you know in a puddle, and he was okay because he could breathe you know with water. Which doesn't make sense because i think he doesn't i didn't he, miss anything then doesn't he have like gills like on the side that helps him breathe or i might be thinking of uh that guy in the uh in the boys yes
1: oh, <laughs> the deep the yeah. deep
0: the deep um but it was it was it was just so degrading for aquaman
1: i thought there was going to be a third character come in i thought that would have staved the extra scene
0: it just was so bizarre, Charlie. It just was the two of them basically going bar hopping and Barry says he can't get drunk because he's because of his metabolism is so fast and he is so wasted Aquaman, you know, he keeps falling <laughs> and, you know, and he wants to go in for another beer or some And that was it. <laughs> that was it. We, and why couldn't they have showed that right after the movie ended instead of us having to
2: sit through all those damn credits. I hate that stuff. Um, Where would I rank it? Um, I agree with Daniel. Wonder Woman is the top. Uh, It still is. Um, Batman Superman extended cut. Uh, This, however, I think joins the bottom half. I think Aquaman is below this. Um, I think Wonder Woman 84 is below this. And then you've got to get a pair of binoculars to look down. A very powerful pair of binoculars to see Shazam 2. Barely... Barely in the distance, right at the bottom. Because I still don't know what happens in that film when I turned it off after 25 minutes. Yeah, I was going to say. I'm just not interested. interested. So, okay, I can't have it. If I haven't seen it, then I can't say it's the worst thing I've ever seen. However, if that 25 minutes was replicated over the whole film, then I'm really glad I switched off. You should finish watching it. It might turn into gone with the wind for you. You know what, Joe? I think not. (laughs) you're probably right you know that he so yes it's it's bottom half but
0: yeah yeah or maybe amanda will whack you in the head with a pipe and you're like i like shazam
2: <laughs> 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 donkey a horse kicks me in the in the yeah. head yeah okay um yes yeah, so i guess that's it you know cool i've, had a, I've read had a the good, comment oh.
1: read flashpoint instead
2: yeah, and watch the movie. It's oh, I will actually. Yeah, that's a good recommendation. What? Wait, wait a minute. Which film? There's a. Is it a Flashpoint animated film? Yeah, it's called the yeah. uh, the Flashpoint Paradox. I think. Okay. Yeah. It's. Uh, I
0: will go and look for it. It's a good movie. Okay. Um. All right, let's wrap this one up. So, guys, can you tell me where everyone can find you? I guess Charlie. <laughs>
2: yeah i've got my own podcast rusted junk um we're on to season seven now which is lucky dip joe's put some um <laughs> joe's put some suggestions into the hat everyone gets four films except for me i get five um why the hell and, is that yeah because because i do all the i do all the hard work joe basically. Right. you just turn up i know um, what it's like <laughs> yes yes i know you do um so the our next film we've just done risky business which i'd never seen surprise um and we're just about to record wall street on wednesday so that's going to be our next podcast go and search "Rusty junk and you'll find it on all your popular podcast platforms and daniel
1: um, you can find me on Instagram or Facebook, just search my name, it's there as it is. Um, also on Twitter as well. And I don't have a podcast about anything else, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we come on here every now you, and then. You, you, yeah, you need to get anywhere podcast, anywhere you? To a podcast, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah,
2: New Year's resolution next year. Sam gets a podcast, Start I a podcast. could be brilliant,
0: yeah. And I got a good name for it, the Dan.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay need, needs work
0: and if you want you can email me at joe at com or send me a friend request on facebook and like charlie was saying i'm on rusted junk and we go over the best movies of the 80s what's the subtitle called
2: well it Rested was junk. forgotten 80s movies and then we bend that off um uh, because we just did because all films are forgotten in some ways. I mean, there's certain people that, you know, Risky Business, I'd, again, i would never even seen it. But The King of Comedy was forgotten to me because I had never, I'd never really seen that either. So we changed it to the 80s Movies Podcast. But, Joe, am I allowed to say what your stinker is? We've all put yeah. really... Right, Daniel, we've all put really good films in. I mm-hmm. think really strong films, ones that we can talk about and things like that. Joe, do you want to say... Joe's getting revenge for something, and I really don't know why. But one of the t- do you want to just say the absolute horror show that you put in, which is going to stop everyone dead in their tracks and probably hate you forever, Joe? Not hate, but loathe intensely loathe you forever. Go on, Joe. Uh, Popeye with Robin Williams. Oh, Ball. yeah. No, 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 Did, no, did no, you like
0: no, it, no. Dan? Yeah, I remember that. Did you like no, no, it? No, no. Yes, See, he liked it. What?
2: <laughs> what? no it's weird. There's a lot of people that like oh. it. Oh, that's what I'm gonna fascinates change. It. Me. I'm you gonna change, change it. it. You can't I can. I'm it. Gonna, gonna go in there and take it out the hat. I've got look. We've even got this. You can't see this at home, but we've even got the sorting hat. They're all in there. All the films
0: <laughs> <laughs> Jack's gonna, I mean, Jack uh, Charlie's gonna pull a name out of the hat and it's gonna be six and seven eighths <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> instead of Popeye. Um, yeah. No, there's a lot of fascinating stories behind the scenes of that, which I think a lot of people appreciate. Don't don't it, well, we won't, but still, <laughs> never mind. No, no. The reason why I did it is because uh, we were doing sequels last season, and mm. he wanted to watch cannonball Run* two. So I watched cannonball Run* two from beginning to end, and it sucked. And then no, no, he I like watched
1: *Cannibal Run* 2. two. Yeah, I like *Cannibal*. Oh, Run you 2. like
0: everything. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I didn't like the flash. <laughs> we just spent two
0: hours discussing that. Um Yeah, but the Cannonball run the first one was okay. The second one wasn't that great, you know. But he had me watch the whole damn thing and then he's like, I watched ten minutes of it, it sucks. We're not doing it. You know, so that's my revenge. I'm sorry. I you guys you
2: have to watch something bad now. I ended up watching the whole of it. I don't know what I don't know what multiverse you're in, but i I've watched it as well. I
0: don't
2: It's just that Amanda looked at it and went, uh no. Anyway, whatever. So you can blame her. <laughs> blame her by all means. Uh, yeah, okay, well, let's just blame her. No. All right. Blame anybody... Canada. <laughs>
0: Check out WDW News Today, Disneyland News Today, as well as Universal Parks News Today for all your Disney and Universal news. And finally, if you like our show and enjoy other WDWNT podcasts and you'd like to become a Patreon supporter, please visit the WDWNT Patreon page at www.patreon.com WDWNT. And with that, this will be the end of WDWNT. I can never get that right, WDWNT. You just call I, last time I you said You do w, so well, Joe. I know. I was just I last time I just said W W W N T nerd Alert <laughs> Season nine, episode twenty three. So until next time, see ya. Bye everybody. Bye. Bye.